Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, it's Howard Brown. It's the Shining Brightly Show. Oh, do I have a special gift for you today. What an amazing, amazing person. I have Rena Rovinelli here. I said, what happens when you bring your coach, all right, your teacher, your savant onto your own show? I mean, I, I just, I guess I feel so privileged. Rena, welcome. How are you today? <laughs> Thank you. I am amazing. And Howard, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours as well. So I'm happy to be here and excited to do this with you. I appreciate that because we're going to get uh, and chop it up here because I've learned so much from you. And, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about uh, what you do and how you change people's lives and how you changed my life. So first, let me tell people about you a little bit. So Rena Rovinelli is the co-founder of Speaker Slam Inc. It's a speaker development agency committed to entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, coaches, and it's how to be seen, how to build momentum, and how to monetize your speaking. You are a speaker coach who works with speakers to create their signature talk and has created many speaker slam comp competitors uh, into victory and viral success. I would also say that you are a branding coach because you know a lot about that. Uh, she is a passionate speaker on her own. Um, uh, the Human Connection uh, has gone viral on 5 million views. You are a top 25 women of influence and a founder of Platform, a program that empowers marginalized individuals to claim their voice and shift their narrative. Holy smokes. Well, we got a powerhouse in the house, so I'm excited for that. So, Rena, you know what? That bio doesn't do you justice, but share with my audience a little something that we may not know about you. Okay, so I'm going to go way back when I was in grade seven or eight. I had a chance to become a page at the parliament in um, Queen's Park. That's our parliament building in Canada. And it was a huge honor. Out of 800 students, I was one of 20 that had the opportunity and I got to come to Toronto from a small town and live there and be in the parliament. And it began the, my love of politics and also my love of Toronto and the big city. And so I got a, a head start when I was a youth to kind of move towards this life. Yeah, yeah. So we, right, we have to distinguish that you're from the great up north. Uh, <laughs> oh, Canada. But this is great because we're going to share you with the, the USA, uh, which is amazing, amazing, amazing. Wow, that's a great experience. Wow, yes. as a young person and all that. I forgot to also mention you are a super mom. I love your daughter <laughs> and I love you as well. So you do it all. All right. So let's, what, first of all, give me like, how does this ideation, how does Speaker Slam start? I am always so impressed where people get the uh, that inkling in their gut to actually start and be an entrepreneur and start something new and meet that unserved need. So start with how you and Dan came together and, and how this all started to rock and roll. So I'm an entrepreneur at heart, but I actually met my business partner in Toastmasters. And we were both passionate about kind of stealing the show, being center stage in the class, and we became instant friends. And uh, he was in a program called Landmark at the time where they had to do a special community project. And he asked so many people to partner with him on this and, and people were busy and people said no. And he finally came to me and I said, listen, we are going to have 12 people in the library, but if you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. Let's try. And so we decided we were going to create an event. And we started going to all kinds of different speaking events, seeing what was out there. 
And uh, Dan turned to me in the middle of one and he said, we should do a competition. And I said, oh my God, speaker slam. And we both love to compete. It was a natural fit. And uh, we started and from the day we opened the door, people flooded in. We've had sold out crowds. It's been a huge hit. We never had to do that 12 people in the library, uh, but it's been magical. So you've, you've evolved though, because um, you know, it, it's people, one of the greatest fears, I looked this up, is actually speaking. Public speaking is one of the top fears that actually people have. So you are serving, you know, a, a major need, but a lot of people want to learn the skill. Okay. And it's a learned skill. I definitely know that. And so um, you start with the small kind of uh, classes, right? That are people that are just learning, right? You know, they're not experts in any way, but they come in and they, you know, whatever level they are and they come in and they basically, you have a formula and a, and a process that you take them through, right? Yes, yeah, so we, we run the Emerging Speaker Program for new speakers, um, but very quickly we learned that our competition wasn't so much about the actual skill of speaking um, that you might learn at another speaking program. It was the power of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is that the story is the great equalizer. You can be a paid professional speaker. You can be someone shaking in your boots. But if you have the most powerful inspirational story, you can move hearts. And uh, we saw all kinds of people winning, people that you wouldn't have thought could have won, but they were winning because they had that ability to impact with the story. So quickly we saw this and we started to focus on storytelling and we brought that through our program. I, I want to tell you the other thing that you, that, that because uh, you know, I'm also uh, you know, a client and a customer and in your community, the one thing that I noticed was the, the warmth and the welcoming of the people into the community. I, I just joined you in, in last September and I, I just felt so welcome. Um, you know, your cohorts are, are small and manageable, you know, under 12 people. And everyone seems like they get like a real customized uh, approach to what they're doing to meet their needs and where they're at. And um, I, I've not seen a program like that. There's lots of speaker programs out there that'll yeah. charge a lot of money. Um, and so um, I, I am grateful for that opportunity. So you've seen a lot of people uh, come through and what's some of the top lessons uh, that uh, in, in watching speakers kind of get, get processed, mature and, and come through? So in the beginning, I think for us, uh, one thing, I just wanted to address something you just said, actually. Oh, okay. It's so important. Right. When we started Speaker Slam, we'd have these... Um, 10 amazing speakers share their story, heart-centered, mission-driven people, and they would bring out their audience and their audience would fall in love and then they would join and then they would share and then other people would join. So our community slowly developed by word of mouth so that everybody that came was the same energy. So you'd come to an event with two, 300 people and they would be hugging, they would be connecting, they would be cheering for each other. It it's been beautiful from the beginning because we had that organic growth. And you'll see sometimes other, other speaking businesses, they're kind of like doing uh, Facebook ads and they're just kind of getting anyone they can. But because we grew from each other, like word of mouth, it has this beautiful energy. Okay, so to your question though, uh, some of the lessons I've really learned is that, you know, the, like I said, the people that embrace the power of their story are, are the most powerful. But it's the people that don't really stay in the adversity, but that really move into the victory. Because we all have these adversity stories. We've all been through a ton. Uh, and we can all share those problems. And a lot of times we want to share them because we want validation. 
We want, we want our pain to have purpose. We want to be able to acknowledge that we've been through something and survived. And if we stay too long in the pain without coming out with the, the lessons, the inspiration, the hope, the resilience, it can bring people down. But the speakers that bring people back up are the ones that tend to be most successful. And, and that, that's the first thing. And then the second thing, the people that are most successful in our program are the people that are just driven. They're just, and, and Howard, you're one of those people. They are just driven with this burning desire to make an impact and, you know, to have their pain, have a purpose, to have meant something and to be able to transform other people's lives because of it. Uh, and then they are just propelled forward. And so we see them, they don't stop at a competition. They get pressed, they, they launch, you know, movements, they write books, they get, they get out there, they go on stages because they want their message to mean something. And I love watching that. And I love watching you. Well, so I have to tell you what you just talked about was coaching. You talked about mentorship and you actually talked about accountability. And I have to tell you, I've gotten all three of those things for you. You've called me out when, when, when I haven't been able to do it or get through, but you've also been a, one of my biggest fans and cheerleaders uh, when I do it. And we've worked hard at, um, at, at my brand and, and being able to stay in the lane and have sub brands as well to be able to be, uh, you know, have some um, width and some some value in and not just one area, but in others. Um, and um, I've put the work in and I continue to put the work in. And one of the things that I realized, because um, I remember talking to you, I said, listen, I've spoken my whole life. I'm in sales. I said, I'm a good speaker. And you said something to me. It stuck with me. You said, Howard, I'm going to make you a great speaker. And the way that you made me a great speaker was you didn't change me. You up leveled me. You refined and polished what I already had in me. And it's just so beautiful. But then you took me to the extra level because you actually added the brand component. I want you to speak about that because I have to tell you, you're right. The speaking part is really a much smaller part of the brand perception. And so you've really now focused on building people's brand and helping them define their brand. And I think it's brilliant. So I, I say the speaking business is 80% brand, 20% speaking, because the people that are booking you don't even really know if you're a great speaker. They're booking you based on your brand, what they can see, your video, your, your one sheet, uh, your position in the marketplace, the, the cleverness of your title, they're booking on that brand. And so for a lot of people with speaking, they come in, they, they have this burning desire to, to keep speaking and often to get paid to speak. And they want to speak about everything, every story, everything. They can speak on anything. They've been through a hundred things. And it's a, a challenge to get people to focus on a lane, to focus on a very specific niche, mm. but to build their brand around it. And like everything's in alignment. So like one of the things I love about you, here you are, Mr. Shining Brightly, your backdrop's shining brightly. You got the gold shining brightly book. You got the sunglasses. Like you're, you live the brand. When I can think of you, I can think of that brand. And when people start to see that with any speaker, when they have a conference coming up or they have an event coming up, they don't want the wishy-washy person or the mediocre person or the average person. They want the shining star in the, in the industry, in the lane that they're dealing with. So if you can create that around yourself, it just elevates you in the eyes of the event organizer and gets you to the front of the line. Right. And, and again, we've, we've had these discussions, but you know, I have now my, my, my mantra is that I motivate, I educate, and I inspire. And, and that's, that's kind of the, what I'm here to do. And that's my goal. And I, I've been, it's been great. And also the other thing that um, I love the cheerleading part of you, because um, you always say, keep hustling, keep hustling. You keep <laughs> pushing me forward. And um, I have to tell you, 
I've been on 58 podcasts as a guest since the wow. book came out. <laughs> and it's pretty amazing, right? But what happens then is that they make me uh, the star and they push me out to their networks. And you people have to have confidence in you to push you out to their networks. And um, I really like that. But um, so this has been a seven-year journey. I mean, tell me some of the high points and the low points. Where, where, where are you at? Because every entrepreneur goes through the, the wall yeah. that they got to climb. So uh, what, what have you and Dan faced? You know, we've had a lot of high points because each event was amazing. And we, I remember we got to this point where we had a grand slam and we had 600 people. And I had convinced Dan that we were going to waltz out. So uh, you have to imagine this packed theater <laughs> And like, I'm a tall, ample woman and Dan's a, a littler guy. So you can imagine the picture of us waltzing out onto stage. And then we broke into hip hop dancing. Yes. I'll never let that down because he plays that video clip everywhere. But I've seen it. <laughs> it, it was magical when, when the Black Eyed Peas hit, it just, the, the crowd erupted. And it was just, it was such a highlight that we filled this venue that, and it was just, it was so beautiful. Um, I think for Dan and I, we both quit our jobs at one point a few years ago to go all in on speaker sound. That was a highlight. Our speaker successes, we've had some mind blowing success stories. So that's been a highlight. And I mean, we've had a couple low moments and I think the biggest low, and it's everybody can relate to this, was that how COVID really affected things because we were in an industry that was fully in person. Our events were live, our training programs were live. We didn't do a single thing online. So immediately we had to adapt. And, you know, it's interesting because when you have the energy of a crowd and a speaker wants to be on stage in front of people and to have to quickly pivot to sort of create online competitions or online training, it was a dark period in the beginning. It was a little bit uh, sad, um, but the beautiful part of it is over the year, we've been able to reach people across the States, all over the world, actually, people in Australia and our programs in in Europe and Africa, we would have never, ever been able to have that reach without this. So, you know, in the, in the darkness, there's light. Yeah. And, and, but you definitely had to pivot to an online strategy uh, with everything closing down, right. And not being able to speak live. And so, and, and you did that. Um, and then also quite frankly, teaching online uh, on zoom is actually okay. That works out. Yeah. Um, that actually allows you to expand because you can be from anywhere. Um, sometimes some people up at two in the morning taking your class, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's you know it's it's important. Um, but you you've kind of gotten through that, and and now we're back to speaking in person. And yeah. um, I got to drive up to uh, Toronto for Momentum, and it's just such a what a great feeling because it's so warm and embracing, and um, to be able to deliver the message with the shiny lights and the camera going. And the other thing that you said to me, and this is really important, you know, you have to actually be prepared and packaged up in order to be hired. Okay. Right. Professional event planners, okay, are not looking for you unless you're packaged up. And what that meant to me was working really hard on what's called the one page speaker sheet that was in brand. And then I needed a hype reel, a sizzle reel, and I needed stage time. I yes. needed stage time. They need to actually see who they're hiring. And if they're, you know, if they want to spend money on bringing you in to meet their audience's need. And so I was grateful that I had won a, a pitch competition for you. And I got to be paid to come up to Toronto. Uh, I've been on TV. I've been on a uh, pharmaceutical uh, website. Uh, and again, I'm building those assets and it's really incredible. Um, and I've had your support 150% along the way. And I can tell you that most people from your community will say that as well. So what's the secret sauce? How are you able to do this 
Okay. Cause I'm living the moment right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still, you know, nine months into your program, but, but I'm getting there and I'm going to the, you know, climb in the mountain and you're right there with me along the way, but there must be a secret sauce, right? Well, so the interesting thing is just starting back with what you said about getting packaged up, which is yes. so important is that as the Momento conference was the first time we actually paid speakers because we've uh-huh. always had people compete on our stage. So I really got to look through the different lens of someone who who books speakers. And as I would look through each person, I would quickly click to watch their video. I want to see them on stage. I want to see if they're powerful. I want to look at how professional their marketing is. And if they have nothing, I know that they're not up to par. And so those just couple little tweaks, just show an event planner you're worth hiring, you're, you're worth taking a risk on. Um, but the choosing people, and that's an art as well as recognizing their, their, their special sauce, right? Their uniqueness. And I talk about this all the time, and you know that because I speak about this in our program all the time, is that all things considered, there are many great speakers, there are many great keynotes, there's lots of great marketing. Like Across the board, it's very competitive. And what mm-hmm. sets you apart is having that special sauce, that uniqueness. You know, when you go to McDonald's, you don't order a hamburger, you order the Big Mac, right? Like you order the one with the special sauce because it's the special one. And so when you see people who are starting to get into speaking, it's something where they have to put that effort in to create something around themselves, whether it's aligning with a charity or having something kind of gimmicky that people can think of when they think of them. Um, I'm thinking of someone in our program that wears um, uh, red sparkly boots from, yep. from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You know, and I think about Mike Shorman. He did this paddles up movement where people around the world would hold paddles above their head for him in support of him. It's just creating something special about you that you can just stand out a little bit further ahead of other people. Uh, you you have to stand out. So why do I have this, you know, bright yellow background? <laughs> because I want to stand out. Yeah. And people remember, they remember you. I think it takes like seven times before they actually really remember you. So, um, you know, I am the Mr. Shining Brightly guy and, and I stick to it and I, I stay in brand. And I, I want to tell you that I changed my Facebook and my LinkedIn and it is all kind of in brand now. And I, I want to thank you for that. So who, who would be the ideal person to consider, uh, you know, coming up to uh, Speaker Slam and, and, um, and getting involved and getting inside the program? So Dan and I really structured our program where we, we see people who are emerging speakers who might want to come in. And on the other end, we call them kind of platinum speakers. They're paid professionals. And we have services for both, whether it's creating speaker reels or creating intro programs. But our target demographic, the, the ideal person that we love to work with and who benefits from us is someone we call a momentum speaker. And they are people that are already good speakers. They already have a message. They already have a story. They want to get paid. Maybe they are just starting to get paid uh, or they want to, and they're, they're ready to go because our whole program is around building momentum, you know, getting the pieces, getting on stage, getting the branding, getting the photos, getting the action around them. And it's those people that are just, they're, they're good. They're good and they're ready to be great. Those are ideal, our ideal people. I, I want to tell you, it's very special skill that you're, you're offering to people because we, as you know, I do a ton of work in the cancer world and we want people to learn to use their voice. Okay. One, because um, I think it's healing. Two, it helps them build their confidence. And two, those stories need to be told and heard. And I tell my story very proudly Okay. And you came up with this is, you know, you know, two-time cancer, you know, survivor 30 years apart. Right. I, I, unfortunately that was the deck of cards I got dealt, 
but I, I can deliver a very powerful keynote on how to get back up again because life throws you lots of curveballs and we all have to get back up again. And, and, and that's our job. And so uh, really, really important on that. Um, so what's the future uh, of, of Speaker Slam? What's, what's, what, do, what do you think is coming up? I think you're evolving, you're growing. What's, we are what's, definitely what's evolving. So our big thing right now that we're really excited about is like over the past year, I've had lots of people reach out to me for speakers and we've gotten, what I love is getting new speakers, entry level speaking gigs to get them started. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can, you can speak for free uh, for a while and then you need that $500, that $1,000, that $2,000 gig to start going to really build a speaking business. Mm-hmm. So we want to create a little mini speaker bureau. We're working on an experiential training program. We want to bring it to corporate to get people not just listening to a keynote speaker, but doing activities, engaging, like dealing with like values and empathy and connection and storytelling within the workplace. And we want to have the people coming through our program actually go out and facilitate this program. Uh, and that to me is going to be like the full circle, right? It's like it's being able to take all the storytelling and the, the branding and finally have our speakers getting paid and working and bringing the same inspiration and storytelling into corporate environments. I'm really excited about that. Rena, I, 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 it's just, I think you, you've even, we've discussed this, the magic of storytelling, it changes lives. It yeah. changes lives. The impact. I mean, I have to tell you that when I watch some of the competitions live and online, I, I mean, I am sometimes brought to tears. Sometimes I am just jumping for joy. The, I mean, it is emotional at, at times. Um, so that's that's what the, the, the community is all about. And, and it's it's really, really is heart centered. And um, I, I want to just tell people out there that get started now. There's no reason to wait because um, it's not intimidating. You meet people where they're at. And that's beautiful because some people yeah. it's, it's just not they, they, they want you to actually just run on the speed train. You got to go on your own course and on your own path. So some people are on the speed train like me, but um, not, not everyone has to be. Um, and, and again, yeah. it is great to connect to people from all over the world. It's really cool that, that, that you do that. It's an international business that what you're doing and things like that. Wow. Howard, what, what we love to do is um, merge, you know, the power of storytelling. When you get into corporate, corporate has traditionally been yeah. um, a very kind of cold place where you're, you're teaching, you know, you're, you're giving these takeaways and you're educating an audience and you don't want to be messy. You don't want to be super emotional, but being able to, you know, carefully, bring in storytelling to connect with an audience, it just elevates presentation. So I love seeing speakers bring their humanity into corporate. So I, I, I have to tell you, you're right. But what I do though, it's okay to actually show a little vulnerability because you're yes. human and that's relational and people do that. I speak corporate. I speak to pharmaceutical companies, medical device companies, therapeutics companies, hospitals, med schools. They're, they're corporate, but I actually tell it and, and, and there's some emotion and, and, and some, you know, uh, part of me that I'm sharing that's, that's vulnerable. Um, it still can be corporate because I actually, my second lane, which I don't do as much right now because I'm more in demand on lane one, but um, entrepreneurship, leadership, mentorship, interfaith stuff, that, that, uh, that all happens. And I have that as my, my other things, but you got to go where, where the, the, the shining light is, is bringing you right now as right. well. So um, I, I love the fact that the possibility of you actually being able to get people their, their first, second or third paid gig because you have to build on that, okay? You usually don't go up to become a $25,000 speaker right. one day out of the program. You need to build to that. And, um, and that's okay. That's, it's a process to that. And I'm working right. towards that. And it's, it's amazing that way. Um, what didn't we cover? Oh, 
I, we covered a lot. You know, I, I do want to go back to our inspirational speaking competitions. Yeah. Uh, they're really the heart of what we do. And I know we have a couple left this season and my, my business partner really handles that. I love that moment when someone competes on stage and has this like transformative moment. And Dan is all about uh, building the brand. He's been getting our last month's winner on, on uh, all kinds of news TVs, all kinds of podcasts, just all kinds of press, just blowing up her life right now, which is amazing. And so we have two competitions coming up on the theme of belonging in July and empowerment in September. And we've had people start coming in from the States. We've had, a, we've had four or five come in each competition. So we're always looking for new people who are really wanting to get their start on our stage. And they can just go to speakerslam.org and sign up to apply to, to compete and have a conversation with my partner. Yeah, I know you had Body Beautiful. And then um, you, you, you actually make this very um, important. It's personal. And um, it's, it's just amazing. And then they are inspirational. I have to tell you that's people want inspiration. There's plenty of negative stuff going on out there that's in the right. world. So it's really good. And then la last thing that um, you, uh, you have an intensive um, yes. you know, coming up as well, but I, uh, I'm not sure this will air before then, but you'll have it again. But what is, what's the purpose of that intensive? Yes. Yeah, so the intensive is really the roadmap to paid speaking. You know, a lot of times people come into programs and they're three to six months and we like to offer this intensive and we will be doing it going forward where it's, it's one day, it's the roadmap, it's everything you need. It's the checklist, you know, it's the pathway and, you know, the templates to create the one sheet, the, the time to work on the position, the branding, the keynote. So you can come away after one day, like so many steps ahead of where you were uh, so you can, on your journey. No, I think that's important. I have to tell you, you take this old PowerPoint dog and made him a Canva guy now. So I'm learning a whole <laughs> right? new skill. So, all right. So this is this is the time of the show. I'm putting on my sunglasses. You're in the shining brightly spotlight. Tell people how they can get in touch with you. Give me some final comments and we're going to wrap. Okay. So the final comment I would love to say is that the essence of everything we do is about momentum. I'm such a fan. I use the word all the time. And momentum starts with just taking one step upon the next. You know, and all of a sudden the energy is whirling around you and just opportunities are attracted. So if you are at all interested in getting on stage and getting paid to speak, building your brand, attracting clients by using your voice, we are here for you in many different capacities. And you can find us simply just speakerslam.org. Everything you need is there. We have a Facebook group. Maybe we'll link it below if you want to sure. join the community. We have the best community in the world, which Howard is a part of. So thank you for having me. I will. You are shining brightly, Rena, and so is Speaker Slam. So what a great show. This is so helpful. People are, this is amazing. You are changing people's lives and you've changed mine. So um, of course you can get a hold of me uh, for at shiningbrightly.com, the book, uh, my podcast and, and speaking, also uh, my community service um, uh, with colon cancer. And um, please come visit me. I'll be very interactive. And again, Shining brightly just a little bit each day for ourselves, for others in our communities, it actually does make a huge difference of positive change in this world. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shining Brightly with me, Howard Brown. Come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com. And remember, keep on shining.